When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. Welcome to Duck Insider. Duck Insider. Insider. On the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Foot race. It's over, baby. Pressure hit. And now, ball comes out. Did you think that was going? Oh, wait. No one. He's taking it to the house. Crossover to the bucket for two. This is Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Now, here's your host, Joey Mack. Thank you and a happy Halloween to everybody tuning in. Uh, There's going to be a lot of fun today about Halloween. That's just how it has to be. Uh, We're going to have fun because Jody Sykes is here, Chief Compliance Officer, Senior Associate Athletic Director. She's got her Halloween shirt on that says, this is my Halloween costume. (laughs) That time all year I wear orange. That might... Just saying. I like that. You know, so I, I have to admit there is a little bit of orange and black in my closet. I'm a San Francisco Giants there fan. There you go. Okay, you're allowed. It's, you know, me and Terry Johns, we always talk about that. Like, it's tough, but, right. yeah, it's just. You just got to have a little. That's how it is. Got to have a little purple just in case. Yeah. You never know. I, you I, know. I do have one purple shirt. I don't wear it very often, but K- it's there. The KWVA, the student radio station, actually mm-hmm. had a purple shirt and I you know so I do have a I do have a purple shirt uh, Chief Compliance Officer Jody Sykes is here we're going to preview USC uh, what else is coming up on the show today we have a ton of interviews with Lamar Winston also with Thomas Graham Drew Mathis a John Sargent is going to be here Jody Ooh, if you hang about out John on Halloween if you Ooh. hang out long enough uh, John is going to bring in some new concessions that are going to debut at Matthew Knight Arena this year nice. 
There's probably a sampling. Excellent. I haven't so, had lunch, so let's do it. Excellent. Uh, we also have uh, the coaches show from last night. Joe Salavea and Jalen Red were great with Jerry Allen. And with Mike Jorgensen, men's and women's basketball scrimmages last night. Uh, Sabrina Ionescu basically made a half-court shot. We have that for Ridiculous. you coming up. Uh, that's just all still to come. And speaking of Sabrina Ionescu, uh, before we talk about all things compliance with Jody, bear with me for just a second because you're, you're going to have some fun with this. I said we're going like to have it. fun with Halloween. Uh, well, first of all, Sabrina Ionescu is a preseason All-American, according to the Associated Press. Uh, she's already a two-time AP All-American postseason, so it makes sense in her senior season that she's going to get that honor preseason. Uh, she's one of five on that list, and the cool thing here is Ruthie Hebert and uh, Satu Sabali are also on that list. They nice. got votes. Uh, they weren't on the five-player team, five players in the entire country, by the way, but Sabrina Ionescu has been honored in that way. And maybe the coolest Halloween costume that you will see all day. They say that flattery is, or excuse me, imitation is the best, best form, form of flattery. flattery. Yep. You knew where I was going. I'm with you. Thank I you, got Jody. You. Mm-hmm. So, Cade Halseth, the son of athletic trainers Travis, Travis. and Heather Halseth, who oh. both work here for the Oregon Athletic Department. Absolutely. Cade dressed up as Sabrina Unescu with a spin no way. On it. We have the video. No way. Let's see this. Travis posted it to his Twitter. It is outstanding. Go ahead and roll it because the reaction from Sabrina Nescu. <laughs> Come on. Come Priceless. On. The big shoes. <laughs> Kate's what, like seven or eight years old? Right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. The goat head. He's got a goat head. Oh, my gosh. Two goats. Two goats. Two goats. As Travis said. <laughs> That is so amazing. Best Halloween costume you will see all day. Uh, that's Cade Halseth, the son of Travis and Heather. Travis, thanks for letting us use the video. Travis shot it, put it out on his Twitter. It was awesome to see. Uh, again, uh, hey, that's my that's like the most that's I think so great. That's the best spin on a costume that, that I have is seen. So so great. Oh. It's amazing. Um, and Sabrina it. Inescu's reaction was priceless. Uh, so that's great. Uh, thanks for letting us have some fun with that, Jody. Oh, of course. Now uh, we turn our attention to a lot of other things. Uh, we said last time you were on that in October there might be some changes around the NCAA. And Jody is, as I've always said, an encyclopedia of knowledge on the subject. Um, so there has been a few changes. I talked about it on the show Earlier this week, the NCAA Board of Governors said that they're going to talk about some changes that could be coming with all of the different image, likeness, these sorts of name, image, and likeness, these sorts of discussions. I am not smart enough to go through and understand everything that is going on. I don't know that I am either. I will also say, (laughs) don't believe her. Don't believe a word she's saying. I will also say that I think there was a misconception when the NCAA announcement came out earlier this week. So I just want kind of want to turn it over to you. Okay. You're the expert. Jody's the chief compliance officer at Oregon. Wealth of knowledge, tons of experience on the subject, and I know that this is a big topic right now. So what exactly happened sure. earlier this week? Well, so everybody knows name, image, and likeness has been a conversation piece for, for a long, long time now in a variety of different ways. I mean, this goes back all the way to a uh, few some lawsuits, the NCAA football, EA sports game going away, right. a variety of different things. And so this has been on the table for, for a long time. This is something that, that has been talked about in a variety of capacities. The California bill uh, kind of prompted some more media, mm-hmm. um, but the working group for the NCA was started even before the California bill was signed into into law. What happened early this week 
is that the Board of Governors starts the process. They, which is what we knew was going to come out of this right. working group, theoretically. We knew that there was going to be discussion. There were going to be proposals and bylaws and maybe modernization and different things that were going to come from this. Essentially, all that happened early this week is that the Board of Governors said that's what we're going to do. Now, if you go to the NCA website, those, there's the two most accurate articles that you mm -hmm. can find that you can read about this because they actually lay out in one of the articles the principles and guidelines that this working group is going to use to try to develop some proposals and bylaws around name, image, and likeness. Nothing has actually changed right. yet. So that's one thing that, that we're trying to make sure our student athletes are aware of. We put it out on social media a couple times. Nothing has actually changed yet. Change is coming. But as we know, change sometimes takes time. So what, what everybody needs to, to understand, media or student athletes or coaches or recruits or whoever we're talking fans. to, fans, thank you, everything everything has a process and, and nothing actually changed when this came out early this week. So if you want to understand it a little bit more, if you want to read it for yourself, there are, there's an article on NCAA.org and then there's a Q&A document on NCAA.org. Um, that Jody actually is it. what I'm reading off of so that I make sure I get everything right. <laughs> well done. Um, and those are the two most accurate sources of information for all of the detailed information. They have the bullet points that the board's going to work with. They have some answers to some stuff about timing and some different things. Um, and we could read them or publicize them, but that will bore the fans <laughs> immensely. Um, I don't know. So, I've been getting a lot of questions about this. Th so, I, like I said, this is, I mean, I can talk about the bullet points a little bit, but the big thing that I encourage our fans to do, anybody listening to the show, any of the fans who want to educate themselves, go read these two articles. Just go to NCAA.org, type in name, image, and likeness, and you will get these two, the one article and the Q&A, and, and a lot of the basic questions have will be answered. Now, what's going to come from this at some point down the line in the next month, two months, who knows how long, are some proposals. And the proposals are just like all of the other legislation that we've talked about on your show before, mm -hmm. where it's going to make a change. There's going to be some discussion about it. And then we're going to see what passes and what doesn't pass and where we can find middle ground. The goal of this working group is to talk about what is going to change in the bylaws that satisfies the, the modernization that's needed mm -hmm. and allows us to maintain the college model, the college setup that we have right now because if we go strictly with what was passed in california mm -hmm. college sports as we know it is done right so we have to find some middle ground nationally so that every school that every um institution every student athlete man woman no matter the sport has something that they can grab onto that that is fair um and and that will get us to where hopefully we can still have the collegiate model as we know it and allow for some of this name image and likeness that was a lot in 30 seconds but that was <laughs> but see that, that this is great though because look this is going to be an ongoing conversation mm -hmm. it has been an ongoing conversation mm -hmm. and now i think it's important to notice or important to realize that there is going to be discussion at the highest levels mm -hmm. of the NCAA to try and come to some form of a working agreement, right. I guess. Is that is that a fair way to assess yeah, what's happening? Yeah, I think I think the big word that I like is comprehensive recommendation. There you go. Because we're looking at we're not trying to piecemeal this. Yeah. We don't want to pass one thing right now and then another thing in 6 months and then, you know, six more things later on down the line. We don't want to we don't want to have like just this like piecemeal approach, which we've done in the past with other parts of legislation, mm -hmm. and we don't think it through, right? We need to think it through, and we need to address how this could impact 
compliance. This could impact fundraising. This could impact the student athletes. This could impact the coaches, the community members. Every community is going to be different on this and how they how they potentially can approach what's going to be permissible and what's not going to be permissible. Sure. So we need to to work through all of that, um, and we will, and, and the NCAA will. Um, I expect some some rapid movement, um, you know, faster than maybe the normal cycle of legislation. There's a lot of outside pressure. It, sure. Absolutely. And and there are some, you know, there are some states who have proposed legislation. California uh, gave us until 2023, us being the member institutions, mm-hmm. to figure it out. Uh, some of the other states that are looking at putting legislation and nothing has been written into law yet, like California, but some of the other states are... Uh, looking at immediate effective dates, like in 2020, in August of 2020. So we have to continue to move move with this. Um, and then for the lawyers out there that happen to listen to the show, everybody knows there's still some legal implications, not only for what passed in California, right. but also with what's going on here and making sure that legally we're doing the right things, not just NCAA bylaws, but state laws, federal laws, and things like that. Yeah, you've got the governing body of the amateur athletic, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, mm-hmm. Everything that you could think about with amateur athletics, and then you've also got the rest of with collegiate laws. amateur athletics. Collegiate amateur amateur yeah. athletics, right? See, this is why we have Jody on because I can <laughs> say that one little thing that's a little bit off, and then that's how things. Spiral. Well, and I just don't want things to be mistaken because you, right. uh, you know Olympics is different than in other amateurs, and you've got your your RNA in Royal and um, right in golf, and your USGA in golf, and you've got your USTA in, in tennis, and and those folks govern the amateur and the professional. But it's, in terms of you know collegiate athletics, NCAA is considered obviously the the predominant uh, governing body you also have NAIA and NJCAA mm-hmm. and other other groups and other organizations but obviously the majority of the student athletes majority of the institutions are members of the NCAA so there's obviously a lot to unpack here I think that you're going to see more and more news coming out the NCAA now is saying that they're going to talk about it mm-hmm. they want to modernize is the word that yeah. you use I think that's a great word to use and in all fairness they've been talking about it it's just something that that we had I don't think has been pushed as hard and is now getting a, a primary focus it's right. it's, it's you know, it's no longer in the on deck circle. It's at bat because the, it's getting some outside pressure, as you mentioned, and and, and it's got to be addressed. How many questions are you getting from student athletes about this? Um, I mean, this has got to be a big topic in in your yeah, line of work, right? It is. Uh, it is. I think I've gotten a few. I'm not getting bombarded like I kind of expected. Um, I'm getting a few here and there. But I think the nice thing about it is our student athletes um, understood, I hope, for the most part, the rules beforehand mm-hmm. and knew to come ask. Uh, and so I know. Folks have seen Cyrus's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, YouTube channel and, sure. and, and his his gifts to the homeless and different things, and uh, and we're we're working with him on that, um, and, and other student athletes who've done things in different ways. Uh, one of our student athletes has a, a makeup tutorial uh, that that mm-hmm. she's done on YouTube, um, and and we have another student athlete who is a is a musician, um, you know, and and we work right now. We're working within the rules for all of those students and trying to just communicate with them. So I'm hopeful that if our student athletes are are having questions they're asking their coaches their coaches are coming to us or we're going to the students directly certainly something that we've been trying to hit on social media in these last two days just because of the misconceptions about what actually happened a few days ago all right did we miss anything on oh, I'm that sure. subject? Um, I'm sure there, you know, there's four pages here, so I'm sure there's something more. But I do encourage you to go look at this. And if you have questions, uh, you know, my email's on GoDucks, so hit me up, and I'm happy to try to figure it out. Not that I have all the answers, because I don't. And this is a very broad yeah. discussion. Um, I won't be able to give specific, you know, whatevers, but at it's least... It's not going away. No, and at least we can continue the conversation. That's good stuff. Yeah. Well, and, and you know... We always talk about like sort of, sort of the updates as the legislative cycle moves through, and this was the biggest one. 
and um, it's not actually in the legislative cycle because it's this such it's going right. to be its own entity but uh yes the legislative cycle is coming we got proposals coming here in the beginning of november that we can review and start looking at that'll get voted on in january so uh, that's a whole nother set of of changes that maybe are going to happen within the compliance world in the next couple months in addition to all of this uh, name image and likeness and that's our next topic of conversation <laughs> in addition to discussing a little bit about women's golf in addition to being the chief compliance officer jody sykes is also the sports administrator for the women's golf team so we're going to talk about that uh, also our graduated duck of the week which i have to say you helped us tremendously uh, with our graduated duck of the week jody was the one that gave me this list that i've been going on of student athletes that have graduated it I've loved doing this it's segment. It's perfect. I think it's such a great segment to yeah. highlight our student athletes, and they so deserve that. I had to thank you on the air for oh, that course, because no this problem. has been uh, a lot of fun. Uh, it's Athletic Director Thursday. It's always brought to you by Bymart, employee-owned real value every day. We're going to get a timeout when we come back more with Chief Compliance Officer Jody Sykes and a look ahead at USC. They're a little banged up. See if the Ducks can take advantage. Back after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. When you got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at onpointcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender. The game clock is winding down, and so is that plate of piping hot steak nachos. Your eyes are on the last play, but they're also on that last chip, piled high with succulent steak, lending its deep flavor to all the fixins. Just as you reach in, so does your buddy. Game on. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Brought to you by the ranchers and farmers of Oregon and the Beef Checkoff. Don't go anywhere. Duck Insider continues after these messages on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Learfield IMG College. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness, helping themselves and helping each other with friends, family, and community lending their strength and support. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, for you or someone you know, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. I'm Joey Mack. Uh, it is Athletic Director Thursday, brought to you by Bymart. And Chief Compliance Officer Jody Sykes is our guest. She's got her Halloween costume on. See? Is that a, like, every year costume? It literally sits in the closet and comes out once a year. So, so yes. I, I always tell people that I dress up as Jerry Allen. I have a headset on. We both wear glasses. We both wear a bunch of Oregon stuff. Except you wear it every day. So yes. how can that be a costume? How can that be different for Halloween? Well, 
my coordinating producer, Nikki Papalis, and one of our account executives, Matt Stern, dressed up as me today. Well, that's good. That's flattering. It is, no doubt. But they, I mean, but they wear Oregon stuff every day, too. Well, that's true. So. But they don't wear headsets every day. That's true. Neither does Jerry. Okay, yeah. I don't know. See, I could I could argue it either way. You could you can you can spin this any mm-hmm. different way that you want. Uh-huh. Um, so we mentioned that there is that big conversation going on about name, image, and likeness. NCAA is going to be reviewing things. So what else is coming up, I and mean, what else is going on in the NCAA world? Yeah, you know I haven't uh, seen the proposals yet. There's a big well, it's called the Popple. It stands for something proposed legislation. Um, the Popple. Popple. P O P L. Okay. Um, and it's it's basically a publication. Uh, it might actually stand for publication of proposed legislation. I think. That that's actually what it stands for. Anyway, the, 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 all the proposals are in there, and we go through them and review them on conference calls with the conference office and with colleagues and other directors and things. I have not seen that popple yet. Okay. Um, I've seen some of the concepts that were going to go into it, and they had, I mean, they're as usual, they're across the board. Um, conversations of, of changing coaching limits, which was the baseball softball con- right. uh, discussion that didn't really go anywhere, uh, to just you know changing somebody the sports recruiting calendars and amateurism rules and uh, so the, when, how about in January I brief you on that or the Deal. next time I'm on I'll brief you on those uh, because right now I haven't even seen the concepts to the to the point where I've dug in and understand them um, and I feel bad about talking about them and getting something wrong. Deal. <laughs> I pre- hey, you know. If I say something wrong, I get put on blast. <laughs> uh, that's you know we have fans that are that are good at that. I'd like um, to not be on blast. If yeah, that's okay. that, that Thank would you be fans. great. That would be great. Yeah, basketball season starting yes. up. Um, yes. You know we talked a, a few months ago about how the big change with men's basketball was I call it kind of the test the waters rule, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like you have the ability as a student athlete to to go and investigate your potential in the mm-hmm. NBA, and then you could still return to school. Right. I asked you a few months ago about how that has how that kind of had gone. Like, mm-hmm. has there been a lot of feedback? Now with another season starting, is this kind of the season where you feel like we, you get more information on that and if it's worked well? Yeah. Uh, institutionally, we only had one student-athlete who actually legitimately entered and, and test, quote-unquote, tested the waters, and right. that was Peyton Pritchard. Right. Uh, and so we had to do some paperwork on the back end to make sure that everything was lined up with him and, and he'll be good to go for this weekend uh, or next Next weekend. Tuesday. They're, they're for, or next Tuesday. Jeez, I can't even keep track now. Right. Anyway, um, so for next Tuesday, we, you know, we just have to dot some I's and cross some T's for him. Um, nationally, we've had a couple of conversations just about how it's been and what the, what the feedback has been. Um, the cohort that actually tested the waters and came back is is smaller than I thought it would be. Really? Um, Most of the cohort that I've seen or that we've been talking about, and mind you, this is just in my little circle, not, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, nationwide. But this is Um, a very informed circle. Well, it can be sometimes. (laughs) But, you know, we're we're seeing, we have some forms and we have some some uh, paperwork and some procedures to make sure that there are students that did come back are... I's dotted and T's crossed, but there were fewer of those than I expected. Hmm. I thought nationally we would have this just mad rush, um, and and there was a lot. There were a lot of students who went, but then there were a lot of students who didn't come back. Um, and so the the rush of paperwork and the I's dotting and T's crossing for those students wasn't really what I thought it was going to be. Interesting. So we'll be interested to see as the years go along and um, as this process gets more refined, if more and more students capitalize. And that's what everything is, right? I mean, you're going to make a change, then you have to refine it then maybe you refine it one more time and then it's probably going to work for a while hopefully that's, that's usually plan, but right? that's kind of it seems like i mean i haven't been at this that long but it seems like yeah. that's how 
most of these things tend to work. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Jody Sykes, Chief Compliance Officer, is our guest. How about women's golf? Uh, give us the update on what's going on yeah. with women's golf. Women's golf is is doing phenomenal. They are currently ranked 14th yeah. in the nation, um, and they're doing really, really well. They actually leave tomorrow for their final tournament of the fall. They are headed to the Pac-12 Preview Tournament, which is held at Nenea in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of the Pac-12 teams go. There are 11 And you're going to make the teams. trip, right? I would love to, but this year I'm not. Oh. <laughs> I know, right? Although, since I do typically get to pick which trips I go on, this one is one that I try to get on. There was just too much going on with the USC football game Dang. and basketball starting and, and different things. So I was like, this is just not a good one. And we hosted, a, or not hosted, but participated in a tournament in Portland this year. So I actually went up for that one and, and got a chance to watch the team and hang out with them and, and you know just be involved in that one. And it was a much easier trip than trying to get to Hawaii. Now, do, do you still like walking the course? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yes, I jo- love it. Jody was, a, Jody was a golf player in college, so... I, I, I know that it has a special place in your heart. Absolutely. And it's part of what I love about being their sport administrators. I get it, right? I, w- I was a student athlete in the sport right. of golf, and I coached even for a little while. So I kind of you know, I kind of get it and I get what's going on. And it's part of why I just love being around them so much. Now, mind you, I love all of our teams, and I work with all of our teams from my, my compliance perspective. But, uh, you know, women's golf, I get to know a little bit more about. I get to maybe be around the students more uh, and different things. But um, they're, I'm super excited for them to see how we can stack up against the other Pac-12 teams sure. head-to-head. Head on the same course um, and just see how see how this trip goes. Uh, like I said, they leave Friday um, and then they compete um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday um, because you know it's why you have to leave extra early and we can only have so many days on the course and mm-hmm. it's nice and confusing. But um, you know they're good students. They're taking their books with them. They're gonna you know they're gonna study while they're on the road. Um, and uh, this is their last tournament of the fall. So when they come home on Thursday, they're you know dig in for the rest of the term academically. Mm-hmm. And then uh, come back in January and, and start all up all over go. again. So I'm super excited for them. I saw head coach Derek Radley and assistant coach Monica Vaughn uh, on their way in, coffee in hand. Uh, they were ready to go. I could tell that they were – it was one of those moments where you see the two co- – I'm sure you've had these experiences. Like you walk by coaches that are just so laser-focused on talking about their craft. Yes. And it's just – those moments are fun to observe around these halls because you actually see them quite a bit absolutely and they are actually happening in the hallway sometimes yeah. so you actually get to stand there and just be a fly on the wall and not in a closed office door and uh so it's 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 interesting to get to be around those coaches when those conversations are happening especially in sports that i don't know as well mm-hmm. so i get to kind of learn a little insider knowledge so sure. it's been fun that's pretty much all i do i get paid to be curious <laughs> so it's a fun job hey, it's I a like really it. fun job i like it jody sykes chief compliance officer uh i, I told you i'd keep you till 125 it's 125 i'm nice. sure you have a 130 meeting i'm sure i have something that can be done yeah, thank you. <laughs> no I really problem. appreciate the time. My pleasure. Thank Jody you. Jody Sykes is our chief compliance officer. She's great. And it's Athletic Director Thursday brought to you by Bymart, employee-owned, real value every day. Up next, a segment that Jody helped us create, the graduated Duck of the Week, is Shane Lemieux. And also a preview of USC talking with the defensive side of the ball for the Ducks and some new concessions at Matthew Knight Arena. I understand there's fried ravioli <laughs> that John Sargent what? is bringing. Oh, my gosh. Hang, hang tight. Okay. He's probably on his way over Yay. with a rolling cart. I, I I'm excited. We're back after this on the Oregon Sports (laughs) Network from Learfield IMG College. After two years of construction, my wife and I finally moved into our dream home. So when a bathtub fixture broke, causing major water damage, I was glad we had the home insurance protection we needed. How do you know your home is protected? Talk to a country financial rep like me, Nick Simon. We can help you understand your options and select coverages to meet your needs. Then if something happens to your home, you won't have any surprises. Need the right coverage for your home but not sure where to start? Visit TakeSimpleSteps.com or contact a local country representative. 
Every great community has its own rhythm. And beat by beat, note by note, when you bank at On Point Community Credit Union, you play your part. Because On Point is about more than great banking. From financial education to supporting local schools, we invest our time, money, and energy to partner with local organizations that foster health and knowledge for everyone who calls this place home. And together, there's nothing we can't do. So join in. We're On Point Community Credit Union. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Doc Insider. Doc Insider. Doc Insider continues after this timeout on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man. Your worst man. You, your dog walker. Your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Millions plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. We're back on Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. The studio is a happening place right now. Uh, there's good smells in the air. Um, John Sargent is here. No, it's okay. It's all right. I, I got I to work at least for a little bit longer. It's fine. But, hey, can you give something to Jody? Jody didn't eat lunch. She's going to come back. All right. She's going to come back. <laughs> this is fun. Um this is good. Uh, so we are going to do a few different things uh, on the show. In just a moment, uh, John Sargent will join us. And we also have a few defensive interviews to get to. Uh, we didn't get to him yesterday with Lamar Winston, Thomas Graham, and Drew Mathis. And with John Sargent here, there's some new concessions at Matthew Knight Arena that we're going to tell you about. What we're going to talk, you, talk to you about now, though, is one of my favorite segments, which is the graduated duck. Graduated Duck of the Week is always brought to you by Graduate Hotel. Shane Lemieux this week. I had the pleasure of catching up with Shane Lemieux on the Coaches Show at one point this year. And I will never forget that a guy who has already graduated, his favorite class he said that he took at Oregon was called Urban Farming. Shane Lemieux learned all about what it was like to grow your own food and farm it and maintain the land. And I just never forget that Shane Lemieux who's already graduated, the six foot four senior offensive lineman from Yakima, Washington, graduated, and that was his favorite class. And, by the way, Shane Lemieux, in addition to have already graduated, has graded by Pro Football Focus as one of the best offensive linemen in the country. He was a multiple honoree Pac-12 All-Conference, an All-American at different times over the past year. Shane Lemieux, um, 
definitely deserving of our graduated Duck of the Week. Brought to you by Graduate Hotel, downtown Eugene's one-stop shop to get your ducks in a row on game day. Whether you're visiting for the weekend or a local duck, everything from pre-tailgate grub to post-game fuel is under one roof. Graduate Hotel, the smartest place to stay for Oregon football fans. Coming up, uh, more defensive interviews. Let's get to some of those. Uh, Lamar Winston, he's going to be playing against his brother this weekend. Uh, The Pittman brothers, Michael for USC, Micah for Oregon, and then the Winston brothers. Lamar for Oregon, Elijah for USC. A couple pairs of brothers that will be facing off. Those are good football families. Lamar Winston, I got a chance to catch up with him after practice this week. With the obvious question, uh, what's it going to be like going against your brother? Um, it's going to be fun. You know, uh, I haven't played him in years. <laughs> we usually play with each other, so uh, it'll be uh, interesting to get a chance to play against him and compete against him. What were the backyard football games like in the Winston household growing up? Uh, they were they were tough. We didn't really do like two hand touch. It was all tackle, so it was it was, it was uh, difficult. <laughs> you got a lot of family going down. A lot of people that are excited. Uh, yeah, I actually do got a lot of family coming. A lot of people. I got some family in Cali, uh, and I got some family flying up from Oregon. So it'll be fun to see everybody and get to play against my brother in front of everybody. That'll be interesting. USC, uh, what's the look of this offense? Uh, how do you guys stop them? Um, I mean, as y'all can see, I mean, they're very explosive, very talented across the board. I mean, shoot, all, they all got guys. Uh, I mean, honestly, we're just going to have to stick to keying our keys and making sure that we study and go over the game plan and wherever we need to be, we need to make sure we're there and communicating well. I mean, this game will be a, a, another fight. I know they're similar to Washington State. they got a lot of receivers out there like to spread the field. Is open field tackling a big key in this game as well? Definitely, definitely. I mean, definitely open field tackling, making sure that you just got good, great eye control and just making sure that your fundamentals are on key because this team will definitely challenge us. we got a lot of talent, a lot of athleticism, and a lot of potential playmakers out there. So it'll be interesting. Lamar Winston, uh, one of a couple brothers that will be facing off with each other, and I do think open field tackling is a big key against this USC team. 5 o'clock coming up. The Ducks will take on the Trojans on Saturday. It's on Fox, and we'll have a 3 o'clock pregame show across the Oregon Sports Network. Another defensive player that talked to the media this week, Thomas Graham. Good things to say from the cornerback who was tested the last couple weeks, both against Washington and against that air raid for Washington State. USC runs a little different version of the air raid. Graham Harrell, the offensive coordinator for the Trojans, played for Mike Leach, coached with Mike Leach. He's got a lot of the same principles in that USC offense. Thomas Graham talked about some of the keys to taking down the Trojans this week with the media. Thomas, does playing an air raid last week help at all in preparing for what USC is doing this year now? Uh, well, yes. It's, um, well, just playing against Mike Leach uh, in general just is always will help you know where your holes at is in your pass defense because he's a person that depends on the pass, so he's gonna find every little uh, little small niche in your pass game. So he he found it, and we just have to make sure we fix those problems so it doesn't happen again. As a competitor, what? How excited are you to go against Pittman and some of these guys that they have? Oh, very excited. It's always fun when you go against players that you know for sure <laughs> that has NFL talent. Um, Michael Pittman, Tyler Vons, Amaral, uh, and I can keep going from there. But you, it's, it's just always amazing to go against people that you know that you will see on Sundays. You guys been giving Micah some slack? Like, you know, we got Clint brother. <laughs> uh, we haven't really just been talking about it, uh, kind of just stayed away because if somebody was talking mess to me and I was my brother, I'll kind of get a little a little feisty, so we just don't even want to put him in that position. Where does this group rank in terms of the wide receiver groups you've faced while you've been here? Uh, I haven't faced them in person, but based on film, they'll probably all rank them the best, the best receiving core we'll go by this year based on film and stats. 
What do, you, what do you say that? Uh, the size, the talent, the the complementary pieces to each other. Uh, you have Pittman, that's a bigger receiver. You have Tyler Vons that isn't as big, but quick. Uh, then you have uh, Amaral that just catches everything. So you have three different pieces that complement each other in different ways. It seemed like last year when you guys had similar matchups like this, you guys kind of took it personally because you guys were still pretty underrated at the time. Like when you were playing like Nikhil at like <laughs> ASU, like is you guys still have that similar we, attitude? We, we saw that same chip on our shoulder. We feel that uh, we still have to get more respect than we already have. Uh, we just want to be the the best defensive back unit in the country. And at the end of the day, we still have to prove that because everybody isn't saying it. And so everybody says that we still got a chip on our shoulder. Go to the Coliseum, a game there. It's probably something you've been wanting to do. Kind of uh, talk about that significance. Shoot, that's a childhood dream. Um, I grew up an SC fan, Reggie Bush. Um, so I used to, I was actually committed there for a long time. So I have a little like kind of feel to it, towards it growing up a Southern California kid. Anybody that's from Southern California can tell you playing in the Coliseum is a dream. So I get to live out a dream just not in Cardinal and go. You, you've seen how much you guys have, like your junior class here has improved over like the last two or three years. When you see some of like the freshmen on this team that are contributing, like Mace or like KT or whatnot, or Michael, where do you kind of think like two years from now they're going to be at? Sure. I, I tell them now, as long as they stay on track and do what they got to do, they have the opportunity to leave in three. And when, and when I tell them that, it's not to, to boost their head or nothing, but just to let them know that you will play on Sundays as long as you stay focused and stuff like that and you get to live out a dream. But if you don't keep your head up and don't keep your head focused on what you got to do, then it's not going to be the way you want. So I tell them, like right now, like you guys have all the talent in the world and majority of you guys are better than most of us and we were freshmen and we were better than the people that came before us when they were freshmen. So you guys just keep raising the standard and as long as you guys keep doing that and bringing in talent just like you, this place can go so far. For, for you, was it like year two that kind of made the biggest difference or was it an off season or like when, when did everything kind of start to... Everything started to make a difference in me when Coach Dante came. Um, the game slowed down. I had a year of experience and then he was just able to, to allow me to use uh, one of my biggest strengths is my mind uh, in a different way and watch film so I can understand other teams' offenses in ways I never did before. A lot of ticket requests this week for your family? Uh, yes. Um, actually, uh, if any of my family's watching, you can hit up Mama Shelly, so Nick's mom. And <laughs> you, she's, she's still, I don't know if she still does, but they're going for $50 right now with a group rate. So if you need tickets from me, I can't give any more, but that's how, that's how I can do that's pretty funny from Thomas Graham. Uh, Thomas Graham Jr. meeting with the media. All right, we're going to transition here in just a moment. Uh, you can see, those of you who are watching, some of the food that John Sargent brought. John Sargent's basically just head chef here at the University of Oregon Athletic Department. Can I call you that? Is that fair? Absolutely. Okay. John Sargent here. He is also the uh, – he's also probably most well-known in addition to his food for his Go Ducks yell. Don't do it. I don't want to break any microphones. But it is legendary. Uh, I'm just going to say that. When we come back, some of the new concessions at Matthew Knight Arena. And we're going to talk a little bit about that green and yellow scrimmage that went on last night, including a half-court shot from Sabrina Inescu. Not bad. Uh, we're back after this. Slocum Center Minute. Then talking food on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome to the Slocum Center Minute. Slocum Center physicians are located here in Eugene and are the orthopedic team physicians for your beloved Oregon Ducks. Dr. Lisa Pomeranke, a non-surgical sports medicine physician at Slocum Center for orthopedics and sports medicine, is with us today talking about sports injuries. Doctor, how common is it for athletes to overtrain? Recent data actually in indicates overtraining is estimated to occur in 65% of national and international elite runners at least once in their career. But we see this often in recreational athletes as well. 
that occurs when athletes train too much and they do not have enough recovery time in between bouts of exercise. They tend to feel tired and start to notice that their physical performance worsens. The typical rest period for recovery from overtraining syndrome can be three to six weeks. Dr. Pomeranke, what tips do you have that you'd like to share with athletes on how to avoid overtraining? The most important thing I tell my patients is that the period of recovery between exercise episodes is where your body actually makes the necessary changes to adapt to the prior exercise load. The adaptations do not occur during the exercise. Therefore, rest is just as important as the training session. Secondly, a little tip for monitoring for overtraining is to check your resting heart rate in the morning. If you find it's trending upward, that might be a sign that you're overtraining. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Pomeranke. Tune in next week to hear Dr. Wiest discuss fracture care. That was the Slocum Center Minute, brought to you by Slocum Center Orthopedic Team Physicians for University of Oregon Athletics since 1967. The game clock is winding down, and so is that plate of piping hot steak nachos. Your eyes are on the last play, but they're also on that last chip, piled high with succulent steak blending its deep flavor to all the fixins just as you reach in so does your buddy game on beef it's what's for dinner brought to you by the ranchers and farmers of oregon and the beef checkoff Every stage of life brings something new. Your first real job unlocks a world of financial possibilities and maybe a need for a great rewards credit card. A baby on the way could mean that a new home is more important than ever, but it'll take the right home loan to get there. When retirement suddenly shifts from someday to someday soon, don't panic. On Point Community Credit Union can help for the new, for the now, and for what's next. On Point is here for every age and every stage of life. Join in. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. This is the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba, please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> And now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Mm. best things that you get to do on Halloween is eat candy, but also we get to eat special lunches. As we welcome you back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. The man sitting to my left, and he brought presents. Halloween's not usually like a presents kind of uh, holiday, but it is today. John Sargent, he is the Director of Food and Beverages. Hi, Sarge. How are you? I'm great, man. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Hey, anytime. So what we want, what we like to do every time there's kind of a new athletic season, it's time to have Sarge come on, tell you about some of the new concessions that are going to be at the various locations. 
Uh, the entire studio just ate the fried raviolis. All in favor? Yeah, the, yeah. The, the fried raviolis. Guys, Sarge has fried raviolis. Can you tell us about fried raviolis? So we got, and, fried, and got some fried ravioli here served with marinara. This is awesome. It's going to be in the Mac Club. We also have one of my personal new favorites, chicken fried ribs with fries. Chicken fried ribs? So they're a barbecued rib, uh, battered, deep fried, and deliciousness. Some items. Chicken fried ribs? Absolutely. Sarge, I'll be honest, I've never heard of that before, and it sounds like amazing. Well, it is something that I just kind of thought of, and we tried last year, and it and it definitely worked. Wow. That's awesome. Okay, and then you've got some of the you got uh, chicken fried ribs, man. That's that's awesome. Good French fries. Well, you haven't even too. had one yet. I well, I well, didn't want to. Let's get on it. I'll explain this other stuff All while right, you have go a bite. Ahead. So, what else did you bring? What else did you bring today? So, the other items are items that are in our pick and roll. Um, trying to do some healthier options. We've got a shrimp cocktail. We've got green salad. We've so got you notice how Sarge didn't give fruit. me any of those. He gave me the the unhealthy options, right? I'll leave these for you. <laughs> Thank you. Y- you might eat them later. Thanks. I doubt it. <laughs> And then he knows me too well. Even though Halloween is my least favorite holiday of the year, I did bring some candy too to share. There's way too much orange and black. Uh, Halloween. What is your favorite candy? Sorry. I thought you were going to take it from here and explain. I was in the middle. Uh, my favorite uh, M&Ms. Okay. M&Ms followed by Well, you remember my candy bracket. I, I I remember it, yes. Yeah. Uh, Reese's peanut butter cups are apparently the most popular um, candy in the Oregon Athletic Department, followed by M and M's and peanut M and M's. That was the that was the consensus. The uh, the I thought the Cinderella story of the candy bracket. I did this like five years ago. Was Kit Kat? Kit Kat was number four. Yeah, and he brought. Look at that. He brought Kit Kats. You Man, you're such a good guy. I did, I can't do Reese's. Really. Not Again, a butter guy? Orange. See, okay. Yeah, right. It's just the orange and black. So I mean, my, my favorite candy is... Wait, the, if I told you that I do have a little bit of orange and black in my closet, what do you think of me? Less. Wow. Wow. Even if I told you it was because I'm a San Francisco Giants fan, it's still not okay? No. Man. All right. I went to a game. I need to change that, I guess. I went to a game a couple of years ago that was Orioles against Giants. And you were just like dying. I felt like vomiting. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's great. Uh, okay. I mean, my favorite candy is gummies, but I don't so eat the orange ones. So you're a gummies guy. So you're a gummies guy, and you end up with just a handful of orange gummies. Yeah. God, that's funny. What else you got? Oh, I need to eat a rib. So what else, what else is going on at Matthew Knight Arena? What else can you tell us about concessions? It's pretty exciting seasons, and with the women selling over 6,000 season tickets this year. So we're going to be able – that's good stuff there, Joey. Oh, man. But we're going to open a lot more for women's games, obviously. We're going to open everything on the main concourse. We are going to serve – uh, beer and wine on the main concourse. It still can't go into the seating bowl, but we are offering that there. And then as as uh, the attendance rises, we will be opening the upstairs concession stands. It It's an exciting time still for women's basketball. I'm sorry. I was in the middle of my rib, but that's awesome. Um, that's so cool. I remember a few years ago, Maite Cazorla, her freshman year, she posted that picture of just honestly a, a cavernous arena. 
And then senior year, she posts a picture and it's full, sold out. I mean, I, that's so cool for women's basketball. That's so cool. Well, hey, this is great. Um, let's see. Oh, food trucks at Austin Stadium. You said you're going to add a few food trucks. We are adding four food trucks for the final two games. They're going to be on the south side of the stadium, just inside the gates to the east. We have four confirmed right now. Um, that's about what we wanted to try to start the season. Uh, next year we're hoping to go to maybe 10 and really have it be an area, have it be a destination. It'll also hopefully alleviate a little bit of the the congestion on the concourse, as we would say, um, by people staying in at halftime. I distracted Sarge that entire segment. That, that, uh, that's good stuff. Because I was really enjoying that rib. You know, Sarge, i got to tell you, the first time I was ever on the radio, I was uh, 17 in Santa Cruz, California, and somebody, my then boss, first time I was ever on, she danced in front of me. And it was the whole point was I was nervous, to don't make me laugh, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I just do that to everybody now. Um, I'm just going to keep eating and licking my fingers in front of you if that's okay. I, you can do so, that. This is awesome, Sarge. I, I really appreciate it. This is always fun for us. Um, and I know folks are going to be excited about some of the uh, beer and wine throughout Matthew United Arena and most parts of Matthew United Arena at least. And this is great. Um, I'm telling you, everybody, you're going to want to get the chicken fried ribs. You have fun at your job, don't you? I do. I, I really like what I do. Man. Me too. I really like what you do. Good. I really. This is great. Did we forget anything? I mean, did I, I did still I miss anything? I, I still need help for baseball. Okay. Yeah. Ma- okay. Menu planning. Wait. Can we? Can you? Th- can we crowdsource this? Sure. Can you throw this out? So tell tell everybody what you're telling me at the Hall of Fame ceremony. The first time I talked to Coach Waz, he said, "What can we do to bring people in food wise on not so good weather days?" Right. So I'm thinking about having a foul weather menu. I like it. As in foul, as in ducks, of course. Right. But so maybe when it's less than 50 degrees or it's sprinkling. Right. We would we would have a few items that would only be available at those times at, at a special price. Something we're trying to look at. I haven't really come up with good ideas yet. I threw it to Joey because he's my food. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, the guinea pig, everybody. It's okay. He's the food eater. Yeah, that's right. And, and so... Um, <laughs> Thanks, Sarge. Well, it's true. Call him like I see him. <laughs> That's right, as you should. So we're gonna have to throw it out. Like, so what are some ideas for? So fans, I mean, foul weather food. You got to help us come up with some ideas for foul weather food. I mean, I, you know, everybody, I, everybody thinks kind of like something hot and stuff. You know, like you're already doing chili at, at PK Park. We had kind of talked about that. Like, you know, I don't know what what else is like foul weather food. I I just think we got to come up with something special. It would be really cool to have some some nice things at that. Baseball's a tough one. Baseball is cuz it's cuz some days you're going to have the 80 degree weather where everybody just wants a burger and a beer. Other days everybody's going to want hot chocolate and chili. Those are very different ends of the spectrum. And we seem to get a lot more hot chocolate and chili days here. We do. Um we do. That is part of it. So, all right. Uh I want to crowdsource this. People who have ideas, let me know. Um, you can also let Sarge know on Twitter, at UOFood. Does that sound good yep. to you? At UOFood, uh, let him know. Foul weather ideas for baseball season. Uh, I think that's a great idea. I think it's awesome. Concession specials are one of my favorite things because then I get different dinners every week. This is great. Good. All right. Hey, Sarge, uh, did we miss anything? I think we're good. All right. This is awesome. Uh, so, all right, again. 
Deep-fried raviolis are going to be in the Mac Club this year at Matthew Knight Arena. And I can confirm that the chicken-fried ribs are to die for. And Scott Phillips, I am not sharing. <laughs> Scott's just going to make his way in. He's going to get – oh, jeez. <laughs> Absolutely. John Sargent is the man. Uh, he's in charge of food and beverage here at the University of Oregon Athletic Department. Sarge, you are the man. Can I get a non-microphone blowing Go Ducks? Go Ducks! That was perfect. He took the headset off and everything. That's so well done. All right, uh, we're going to get – oh, already got one coming in. Pulled pork and or brisket sandwiches, foul weather food. Okay. Just a thought. We're throwing it out there. When we come back and hear from Drew Mathis, also some highlights from last night's coaches show. More USC preview, too. I'm going to eat some lunch. Stick with us on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. When you got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one, too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at onpointcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender. As my family continued to grow, I realized I'd have to replace my beloved Jeep with something that has, well, more seats. I'm Jason Hines, country financial rep and father of seven. Whether you're upgrading from your sporty ride with no room for a car seat or finally replacing your well-loved beater that still has a cassette player, you'll want the right protection for your new car. Work with a country financial rep like me and get the protection you need at a price you can afford. Learn more at TakeSimpleSteps.com or contact a local country representative. Duck Insider, your home for the latest news on Oregon athletics. This is the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IM. College. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career that I could be proud of. At DAV, we're on a mission, helping veterans of all generations get the benefits they've earned. I'm Cece. My victory was finishing my education. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. When severe weather causes telecom network outages, the FCC recommends that you call 911 only when necessary and limit non-emergency calls. Avoid repetitive redialing to minimize network congestion. Try texting if a call doesn't go through. Conserve cell phone power and turn off your phone when not in use. If evacuated, forward landline calls to your cell phone and use your outgoing message to update your status. For more info, go to FCC.gov emergency. Insider presented by Point Community Credit Union. I'm halfway through my chicken fried rib. They're outstanding. Uh, John Sargent is leaving food here. Sarge, happy Halloween, buddy. I know, you know, orange, black, but this is good food. Uh, these are going to be available at Matthew Knight Arena. Sue with a great suggestion, by the way. How about a loaded baked potato? That's an awesome idea. Loaded baked potato for foul weather food at PK Park. That's really cool. Uh, some more highlights from the coaches show last night and also Drew Mathis. We didn't get a chance to hear from the Oregon linebacker who really stepped up in a big way for Oregon football in the absence of Troy Dye. Drew Mathis talked to the media for just a little while after practice. 
wing. Uh, you know, I got a lot of stuff I still need to improve on, but as an overall thing, I thought it was a it was a cool experience to you know finally get my first career start. When did you know that you were going to be playing defense? Because only a week earlier you debuted was on special teams. So when did you know you were actually going to not just uh, play defense, but then make the start? Well, when we started prepping for the game. Uh, like that Sunday time, and then Monday I started running with the ones, and then once we started getting into our walkthroughs at Thursday, and then Friday we started getting the fast Friday. When I'd go on the ones, that's kind of when I knew I was going to be able to start as a, a one that for the game. Where have you been practicing this week, you know what? Uh, I've just been practicing on my technique, my fundamentals, knowing the plays and stuff like that, and recognizing formations and plays and stuff. So. You know. What was the big feedback after you guys took a look at the film? Were some of the things coaches told you personally to, to work on now moving forward? Uh, j just like more recognition, you know, knowing not not being in, you know, I, I think I need to work on more just kind of being calm and playing calm. You know, it was my first start, so I was kind of out there with my head all over the place. But if I can learn how to just be calm and know my assignments and think things really through, I think I'll be I'll be straight. Less nerves, I'd imagine, yeah, now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah most, most definitely, yeah. Well, I'm still enjoying my lunch. This is outstanding. I'm so distracted today. It's Halloween. Sarge had so much fun with us. This is great. Um, oh, this is good. Joshua saying, on rainy days, other than the ramen, <laughs> what do you eat, Joey? I, honestly, on those rainy days, I eat the chili a lot. Um, I got the chili dog a lot on the rainy days. Um, it's just a lot of fun. Uh, with the, I love the idea, though, of the foul-weather food. I can't get over how good those ribs and raviolis are. So John Sargent, just so everybody knows, he and I have talked about this before. He was like a master chef, and he just loves sports. And this this was the way that he could do both. I just, it's such a cool story. Hey, how long are our highlight clips from the coaches' show? Because we've only got about a minute left. Nah, we'll save them for tomorrow. Instead, how about from men's and women's basketball last night? Um, there were some scrimmages. Some good things. I, I think that both coaches would tell you some good things, some not-so-good things, some things to work on. But Terry Johns and I had a lot of fun. If you joined us on the broadcast because you couldn't make it to Matthew Knight Arena last night, we had a ton of fun telling you about some of the new players, what to expect this year from Oregon men's and women's basketball. One thing that you can expect is a tremendous amount of Sabrina Unescu doing Sabrina Unescu things, including, as you hear me and Terry have fun with, her making a shot at the very end of the scrimmage. Oh, that's hilarious. From deep on Kilkenny floor. <laughs> I had fun with it. I was basically just Terry's sidekick. I called the men's portion of the scrimmage. Um, and then Terry called the women's portion of the scrimmage. He's the voice of Oregon women's basketball. I'm the voice of Oregon men's basketball. It just seemed to make sense. And what do you know? Sabrina Ionescu made a almost half-court shot, and I, I just had to laugh. It was so funny. It was fitting. That was the way that the women's scrimmage ended up. At one point, as Coach Graves joked and we talk, when he talked with us afterwards, uh, he actually had two players hugging each other that were on opposite teams during this scrimmage at one point. Yeah, Ruthie Hebert and Sabrina Nescu were actually like hugging each other up the floor <laughs> at one point. It was a lot of fun. I think for the men, you liked what you saw in terms of the offense that this men's team is going to have for men's basketball this year. They're going to be really, really good. And by really, really good, I think they're going to hit the three. Chris Duarte, Anthony Mathis, Peyton Pritchard are going to hit the three. I think the Ducks still looking for a little more defense. That was what Dane Altman said post game. We'll find out on Tuesday. Fresno State next Tuesday to open things up. That's it for today. Wow. What a show. Tons of information. Tons of fun. 
that's a good Thursday Duck Insider. Hey, those of you who tune in live, early show tomorrow going to go from 11 to noon. See you then. I am a Senior Corps RSVP volunteer. I build homes and young minds. I build parks and playgrounds. And support our nation's veterans. I build gardens and help families with their finances. I build healthy futures. And organize disaster relief. I'm a builder, and I lead by experience. How about you? Join Senior Corps RSVP. Lead by experience. At SeniorCorps.gov. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand-name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Welcome to the Orphan Diaries. Here's the founder of Food for Orphans, Gary Van Dyke. Ken doesn't know how old he is. He guesses at around seven. His whole life has been centered on finding food. You see, he lives at a dump and he's never been anywhere else. You can find Ken walking in a decaying landfill of rotting garbage, plastic bags, and shards of broken glass. To many, Ken and children like him are invisible. But they're not, are they? For more information, visit www.foodfororphans.org. listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Duck Insider is presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Oregon Sports Network.